Welcome to the podcast, Facing the Facts, the path to a prosperous life, the path to gaining control, accessing power, and ultimately creating a life of abundance. I'm your guide, Tony Laprino, and in this episode, I discuss how I face the facts of who I am. This podcast episode provides a deep insight into my backstory. I truly had to face the facts and make a change in my life. As your guide on this journey, it's important for you to get to know me for who I am and what I've been through. It's time to look in the mirror, face the facts head on, and take this next step on your journey with me. I'm a caring, loving, compassionate man who's a husband, a father, an athlete, and a businessman. I care deeply for my family, and I want nothing more than to lead them down a path and a life that brings them confidence and courage to seek who they truly are as individuals and lead a life filled with purpose, with passion, with fulfillment, prosperity, and ultimately abundance. And what I've learned over the course of the last 18 months of my life is that in order for me to even consider leading my family and creating a life of prosperity and abundance, I first have to be able to lead myself. I had to face the facts of my own life. The man that I faced in the mirror 18 months ago was a liar. He was an addict. He was angry. He was fake. This journey has been one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do in my life. And it's far from over, but I'm willing to share it with you. My name is Tony Laprino, and I will be your host. My wife, Stephanie, and I both graduated from Hudson College in Bangor, Maine. I played four years of baseball at school, And I graduated in May of 2003 with a bachelor's degree in sports management. Stephanie graduated in May of 2004 with a master's degree in physical therapy, and she continued on to get her doctorate degree as well. We dated all through school, well, most of it anyway. And after she graduated, I was given the opportunity to coach as a graduate assistant at Siena Heights University in Michigan. We weren't engaged. We were just dating. And she took a chance on me. She packed up after graduation, and we moved out to the Midwest. It was an interesting trip, and she'll agree with me that uh, my sense of direction and planning wasn't so great. When you think that avoiding traffic and getting out late at night, starting the journey at, I don't know, 6 o'clock at night from Maine and driving down the East Coast and then straight across Pennsylvania and hitting Pennsylvania first thing in the morning, after driving all night, probably wasn't the uh, wasn't the best route, but we made it. And it was an adventure for us. It was our first time that we were able to just get away and just go, take a chance. And that's what we did. We were in Michigan for two years, and I graduated with a master's degree in organizational leadership. Basically, it was a coaching degree. And at that point in time, after the two years was over, there wasn't much of an opportunity for me to continue in that area and continue coaching. So we decided to move back to Maine. Maine was home to us. We wanted to start a family, and that's where we wanted to raise our kids. So we moved back in the spring of 2006, and we got married in August of 2006, and we settled into our new home, new careers, and we began growing our family immediately. Now, I'm probably a lot like you is when I started out in business, and when I started out my career, my focus was on making money. I became addicted to the process of hunting down cash in exchange for providing a service. 
And this started at a really young age for me, and I would seek odd jobs around the neighborhood, like mowing lawns, raking leaves, and shoveling snow. I was always bugging my neighbors for stuff to do. And I'd save my money and my cash in a shoebox. I loved that shoebox. I was able to count it every single day to see how much I could stockpile for seizing opportunities to buy something that I ultimately desired. When I was 15 years old, I started sweeping floors, painting, and cleaning at a local mill in a small town in Maine. And all of this hustling for cash, it finally paid off because I saved enough to buy my first big purchase. And my first big purchase, I can remember it to the day, it was the bike shop right next to the mill that I used to work at. And it was a green and black diamondback mountain bike for 400 bucks. That was huge to me at that point in time in my life. I had saved enough for that big purchase. And with that big purchase, it brought me freedom. It brought me freedom to be like my friends, to be able to hit the trails after school, to be able to ride every single day. And what I learned at a real young age was the more I worked and the harder I worked, the more money I would make and financial independence, it'd be mine. At least that's what I thought. After a few years, I hit a wall and I was burning myself out, trading my time for money. And I have chased this dream of financial independence financial freedom, my entire working life, only to be rewarded with a tremendous amount of stress, pressure, and anxiety that comes with being a producer. It's not all that fun managing the roller coaster ride of business, coming home to a wife and kids and doing my best to bring them love, to bring them certainty, to bring them the energy that they deserved. And there were days when I wanted to quit on myself And I wanted to quit on my family because I wasn't able to make the kind of money that buys the lifestyle that I ultimately wanted. But this wasn't just for me. This was for my wife and for my kids. And the truth was, I was living most days in fear and scarcity because I could no longer create, or I couldn't create at all, predictable and sustainable results. Things changed for me in 2006. 2006 was a big year. I started my first business. It was in the fitness industry, and I was working as a personal trainer. And this was my first real experience to relying on my own abilities to generate cash. And like any other startup business, I struggled at first. But over time, I started to build that steady client base. And I had a real strong following, and it felt absolutely fantastic. And I was riding the high. I love my clients. I love seeing them every single day. I love that feeling of the build. Building something with purpose. Just like that, 2007, 2008 happened. That steady client base, it was gone. My business, it was done. See, when the market crashed in 2007 and 2008, that extra cash that was kicking around in most people's pockets and used for extravagant things like taking care of themselves with fitness and with personal trainers, that was the first thing out the door. And over the next 10 years, I would chase business opportunities, ranging from jewelry, cosmetics, electricity. You know those multi-level marketing type businesses? Yeah, that was me. I chased those, and I don't know how many of those things I've tried. And I don't have anything against that industry. I don't have anything against those people that do that and are very successful with it. But it just didn't work for me, and I was chasing. I was chasing. And now I'm in the insurance and financial service industry. And over this time, I've been able to do okay. I've been able to make money but there was still something missing. So I ask you, what's your why? Why do you do what you do? Why do you wake up every single day 
and head out the door. It was 1990. It was the end of fourth grade and summer vacation was beginning. And this was one of the most exciting times of the year for, for a kid. It was for me anyway. School's out. Summer vacation. You got all the time in the world just to play with your friends. You got no responsibility whatsoever. Like you have a lot of responsibility as a fourth grader anyway. But you didn't have to go to school. And I grew up in a small town in Maine. We lived in a yellow raised ranch style home with a big backyard. Our neighborhood, it was overflowed with kids my age. So there was never a shortage of things to do and mischief to get in. And man, didn't we get into it. Every single day we'd get on our bikes and we'd go find something different. Going through the woods. Go to the next kid's house playing ball in the backyard, you name it, we did it. And my family were a very typical middle-class, blue-collar family. And my dad, he worked his ass off. He owned a variety store and he worked it seven days a week and a lot of days that he would leave early in the morning and he wouldn't get home till midnight or after. But he did it for us. During the summer of 1990, my parents sat my sister and I down and told us we were moving. I didn't know why. I was nine. All I knew was I was forced to leave a neighborhood of friends and that was home to me. Those sports teams, they were gone. I had to be that new kid in school, and that was scary. As time went on, I settled into my new school. I met new friends. I joined new sports teams, and everything was good. I knew something was different, though, because my dad no longer had the store, and he was working for another company, and my mom, she also go back in the workforce. Something happened with that business. I don't know all the details, but I know we lost everything we had to start over, and it wasn't easy for my parents. They continued to work hard and provide for us, and within a short amount of time, we were quote-unquote recovered from the loss of that business. High school came around. I was going into my junior year, and yet another big blow to our family was revealed. My parents, they were getting a divorce. My parents split. My dad moved out. My sister went as well. And I was left confused. I was hurt. I was angry. I was broken. I went to a dark place. I hated my family. I hated myself. I didn't want to exist. I turned to drugs and alcohol to suppress the feelings, and I pretended every single day at school with my friends, my teachers, my coaches, that I was all right. I was far from all right. This pattern of behavior, it carried all the way through college, but I was able to justify it. I was able to justify that it was okay because I was away at school, I was on my own, and that's what you did at school. But the pain... It never really went away. Fast forward 20 years. I have a family of my own. Stephanie, my wife, we've been married for 13 years. We've been together for 19. She'd probably tell you 20, but it's 19. Sophia's 12. Emma's 8. We live in a small town in Maine in a raised ranch-style home. It's not yellow. We live in a nice neighborhood, and it's filled with other kids the same age. Coincidence? Nope. In June of 2018, I was given a book in passing from a friend who introduced me to this book called Warrior Book. I looked it up and I said, you know what? What the hell? I'll read it. And as soon as I opened that book, I began reading. My heart instantly sank to the pit of my stomach. This book opened my eyes to the truth. And it awakened me to the fact that I was heading down a road that I feared the most. The same path that my dad had followed. The same behaviors. The same everything. My marriage was on the brink of separation. My wife, she hated me. I had no connection with my kids whatsoever. And there was no way on earth that I would put my family through the same pain, the same confusion, and the same hurt that I went through. And I began searching. I began searching for answers as to why I felt so empty in my marriage and my business. 
why I felt so alone, why I was feeling the way that I was feeling and having the thoughts that I was having. Why couldn't I shut my mind off? Why was I so angry? I didn't want to be angry anymore, but I couldn't stop the chaos. And along my short journey with Warrior, I've discovered a version of myself that I have always known existed. A man inside of me that has been trapped for years under lies, anger, confusion, and suppression. I seek and hunt the best version of myself for me, for my wife, and for my girls. And I'll have you consider that inside of you sits a version of yourself that you've never even known existed. And you might be wondering, what the hell does this have to do with facing the facts? What does this have to do with financial independence and financial freedom? What does this have to do with health and wellness, mindset and relationships? Well, it has everything to do with it. You see, everybody reaches a particular time in their life, personally, professionally, and financially, and we wouldn't be in this particular place unless we followed the patterns and behaviors that we were exposed to. From what our parents taught us, how they behaved, from teachers, mentors, coaches, and other influences along the way. Now, I don't blame my parents whatsoever, and I don't resent them at all. I love my parents. And what they've given me was what they knew from their influences in life. And just like you, I'm an influencer in my family's lives, my prospects' lives, my customers' lives. And at the foundation of my life and my business sits certainty. Financial certainty with who I am as a husband, a father, and a businessman. And there is nothing more powerful than certainty in a man's life. My days of hoping, living one transaction, one bad break away from losing it all, it's all over. The path, simple. Sure as hell is not going to be easy, but I'm willing to share it with you. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Facing the Facts, the path to gaining control, accessing power, and ultimately creating a life of abundance. Are you an independent business owner or real estate professional who's ever felt like you're out on this island alone? going through this journey of life and business, and there's nobody else around you experiencing the same challenges and problems that you face every single day? Have you ever felt like you just needed somebody to talk to? Somebody who got it. Somebody who has experienced the same challenges that you face. Somebody who could bring some perspective into your world. Or maybe you're tired of trying to figure this game of life out alone, and you want to talk to somebody about your specific challenges and how to break free of the chaos. I want to introduce to you High Performance Coaching for independent business owners and real estate professionals who want to unlock their life's purpose and passion, access the power across all areas of life, including their health and their wellness, mindset and belief, relationships and family, and gain control of their money so that you can create a life of prosperity and abundance and ultimately reach financial freedom. Head over to the show notes to learn more about high performance coaching. Stay tuned for next week's episode and thanks again for joining me.